Hey, everybody, and welcome to Story on the Spot. We have a very full house today. My name is Jim Heskett. Going over there is Kevin Tomlinson. Past Kevin Tomlinson, I'm sticking my hand through him, is Nick Thacker. It says, reindeers are better than people. Um, down there, I am Jack's broken heart. That is Mr. R.A. McGee. And rounding out the trapezoid is Craig A. Hart. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. I'm, I'm really Why boring. Not? I need to start coming up with some clever names. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely the one. Uh, yeah, my problem yeah. is I have to remember to unclever the name when I do other live streams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be right back after the intro. All right, everyone. Uh, hey, on the count of three, I want everyone to say their favorite kind of ice cream. One, two, three. Yeah, rock, rock. Rock. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that went well. <laughs> uh, first of all, I just want to give everybody watching and listening a quick little update in case you've been missing some episodes. Up here at the top left, a Nick Thacker moved to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, look Kevin Tomlinson, Tomlinson moved into an RV. And R.A. moved on Chewbacca when he bested him in battle. <laughs> so those are some... <laughs> those are some... not do anything. It kind of sounds like Chewbacca's holding up R.A.'s head right there. Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> like I, I lost the battle. Who won this? <laughs> this is so disrespectful right now. Oh, I had it back. Which one was Chewbacca? I have it backwards, I guess. <laughs> hey oh. All right. <laughs> hey, we're both here suit brown things, so I guess I'm not mad at <laughs> so welcome to the show if you're watching live comment below let us know where you are watching from also uh you can visit story on the spot dot live and see all our websites because you know what uh if you're watching you're probably into books and all of us here we're all authors and all of us in some form or another will give you a free book on our websites mm. if you enter what? at least one free authors we try. Go to my site. Yeah, Kevin's got a Kevin's got a new book coming out right quick. But yeah. what we do on this show, uh, we're here on this show to actually invent some stories. So, but first of all, some housekeeping from last week. Number nineteen, week number nineteen winner is Kevin Tomlinson. Yeah, yeah. Everything's you can... coming up, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you can thank Lisa Badger because she put in. She watched. She didn't watch live, but she went in and she voted for you a few times, and that puts you up nice. the edge over RA. I've for always, I've always victory. loved you, Lisa. I just want to know, <laughs> Kevin. I would want you to know, Kevin. That's the title of my autobiography that'll be coming out later. Everything's coming up, Kevin. The Nick Packer story. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Mine so will be waiting on Kara. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bonus word this week, and that bonus word is buttress, which can mean a projecting support of stone or brick built against a wall, and a, or a source of defense or support. Anytime you use the bonus word, you will get a bonus point. And what are these points you are asking? Well, I know you guys know. Uh, but if you're watching, you want to know what the points are. So after what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a story idea up here on the screen to read it. And then these four gentlemen are going to pitch a story idea. And you can vote by comment which one you think is best. 
And now let's get into our first story. This is called Dipped Village. People living around Olten, Switzerland, got a surprise this summer when it began snowing cocoa powder. Strong winds that morning distributed the cocoa dust from, from a malfunctioning ventilation system at the Lint in Springly chocolate factory nearby, delivering a powder coating throughout the town. The company offered cleaning services, but no one took them up on the offer. The company also says the ventilation system has been repaired. Or the company also says the ventilation system has been repaired. See what I did there? Totally different take on the story. Mm. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. I did the wrong emphasis, yeah. <laughs> All right, so who among you gentlemen is going to be the first to pitch us a original story based on this idea of the cocoa powder snow in Olten, go. Switzerland? Craig, what do you got? Go get it out of the way. Um, so one might think that gut reaction oh the powder is you know some sort of nerve agent and uh, trying to take over but no in fact what it's very uh, an amateur uh, house or cat burgling team and so what they did was they uh went into the the uh, chocolate factory there and miss and created the uh, problem of in the ventilation system to create the snow and so what they were, their plan was to do was offer these cleaning services to the entire town and they could go in and encase the houses and then make clean getaways when they had the next opportunity to break in. Unfortunately, nobody took them up on it because the town actually enjoyed that that sort of thing, you know, Switzerland being known for, for chocolate as it is. And so the plan totally fell through, but that was the nefarious desire. It just, it just didn't pan out the way they thought it would. It just didn't pan out. All right. Thank you, Craig Hart. Uh, who, well, I guess i was gonna go i was gonna be a nerve agent but clearly craig took that off the table so um <laughs> i'll have to not only i mean so, so this story he just wanted to be, make sure no one else could use the idea of a nerve agent before he gave his, his idea for it was a nerve agent there was also money laundering and that seems also... unfair well I, I was trying to buttress my own story by by eliminating wow. other possible plot lines as well <laughs> so, another cheap yeah. shot what is wrong with me today sorry guys <sighs> well um you know you may all think that this is a heist situation but it's actually um a classic case <laughs> of uh of uh, uh, uh nanotechnology being released by the company that's behind um the nanobots they've uh they've basically infiltrated this chocolate factory and have 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 dropped their nanobots into the big vat of cocoa powder that's being produced by lint and uh and then broken the ventilation system nick oh we lost nick, you you dropped out mm. he is trying Whatever. to reconnect yeah i don't know if oh guys i can't i can't get it working my, my story moving, but you can't oh. hear me I mean, I've seen, points. I've seen Nick do a lot of things to get out of work before, but I don't think I've seen this one. So that's basically what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, what a great story. Well done, sir. So well his, done. his story incorporated mine. You can't go wrong. <laughs> you get the gist of it though, right? I mean, I don't, I don't have to rehash what I said when I was muted. All right, Nick, you can... You can get away with that one if you want. <laughs> All right. I, so we, we know it's not a heist and we know it's not a nerve agent. 
Yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll go next. I'll, I'll let Kevin back clean up. Um, so I think that we are dealing with uh, some, uh, some on. Did you same old gag. Same trick. You can't. Oh, my goodness. Just because it worked for Nick doesn't mean it's going to work for everybody. <laughs> I, already, I already used this. He's trying to buttress his points with, uh, with being muted. <laughs> well, it's Just... terrible that nobody can uh, nobody can talk today because I made a new Dun 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 graphic and I am itching to display it. I'm really excited about it, but I need somebody to give me a good twist. I can display the. Uh... You're muted, R.A. It shows you as muted. I can't, this is uh, riveting, riveting television. Am I good? <laughs> yeah, there back. you are. Am I here? Am yeah. I back? Okay. Sorry. I'm so <laughs> derivative, man. I can't believe I just ripped them off so blatantly. You, you knocked out uh, both a loser. of these guys. At the Listen, same time. I should not. I should not come back next week. Hey, at least I mean? my microphone actually needed to be reset. He just had the unmute button pressed. Well, it's weird that it just pressed itself, but you know, in any event, that okay. is weird. That is weird so, how things do. That is things weird. Like People don't think it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're dealing with some uh, uh, some some uh, enterprising uh, chocolatiers at the Lint the Lint factory. And so, what happened is, as uh, you know, COVID nineteen swept through Europe, uh, chocolate was deemed non essential, right? Chocolate makers, and so uh, we had some people that were getting laid off, some people that weren't, uh, you know, kind of making uh, the the kind of money that they would normally make. So they decided that they really only have one skill to give the world, and that's that's make damn chocolate, you know? So they are sneaking in at night through the air vent to make black market chocolate so they can wrap it up and they can get it out on the streets and they can sell it. They can be the chocolate pushers because during this time, uh, no one else has any. And so they were getting uh, all kinds of crazy prices uh, for their chocolate. But unfortunately, once they didn't... Uh, you know, fully closed the gate, the ventilation gate behind them with the filters and uh, the chocolate started kind of blowing out into the world and it uh, hit everyone to uh, to their little uh, ring, uh, their little chocolatiering ring uh, that they had going on. So I think that's what's going on there. Nice. Thanks, Ari. All right. Kevin, what do you got? Okay. All right. Uh, so this Clearly, this is a case of otherworldly invasion or the prevention thereof. Uh, Lint, unbeknownst to everyone, uh, is built over this this gaping opening to another reality, a, a hellish reality. Uh, and they actually have uh, structures in place to buttress our reality against that one, to, to prevent the collapse of the barrier between the two. And so uh, because of the shift in the way the world's working and, you know, they've got fewer employees, so they got, uh, they've got fewer people like going through and maintaining things. Uh, something has happened to the, the, the precious equipment used to keep this reality at bay. And, it's, and this creature, otherworldly creature bursts through. And when he does, there's an explosion of uh, this cocoa powder that goes all over the city. Uh, and uh, they are actually able to use this cocoa powder to trace the creature and hunt it uh, wherever it's gone. And that's why they put up the uh, offer to clean homes. They figure if they can get into people's homes, they can find where these this vile, evil, otherworldly creature has gone. So they're on the hunt, the chocolate hunt. 
The Chocolate Hunt. That's a good episode title, The H- Chocolate Hunt. HP Love Coco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They Next just up, Swiss missed him. <laughs> we have Swiss missed him. Uh, it's time for a bonus round. Okay, I'm going to throw this out here, and one person can answer it. Multiple people. <laughs> if say Indiana Jones, <laughs> let's say Indiana Jones had a really popular Instagram account, how would it have affected the plot of the first movie? <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, you know, at the very least, you know, he wouldn't have uh, been able to go back to uh, to Marion and find out, you know, what her dad knew because she would have already, you know, gotten on her Instagram and slandered him everywhere. And so, you know, he would have gotten like me too and like all that stuff, you know, because of the way that he used her when she was a, a young girl. So I think he would have never been able to get the key in the first place because everyone would have been uh, amping them up. So I think the movie would have been doomed from the start if he had yeah, a popular Insta. I think he would have been crushed and killed in the first uh, scene because he would have paused to, to say hashtag <laughs> hashtag boulders. Am I right? Yeah. And it would have gotten him. <laughs> hashtag archaeology life. Hashtag, hashtag my whip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Eh, you know, nobody, sometimes nobody he's... wants to touch that. They don't want to touch that. <laughs> I mean, that, that's 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 what I was thinking. It would just probably never would have happened. Uh, which is why did it have to be snakes? Because we have Instagram now. This is literally why we do not have a real life Indiana Jones today. I mean, that's thanks. clearly the cause and effect relationship here. So thanks a lot, um, Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really what would happen. But yeah, you'd also, you know, the the movie would have no. There'd be no. Um, you know, ebbs and flows because he would just pose a question on his Insta and everyone, every single person would Google it and give him the answer he needs yeah, um, yeah. to get through all the historic moments. And uh, he would just be like, great, cool. That's the answer. Here we go. How do we figure out this puzzle Instagram? And yeah. they'd be like, Oh, hop that one. No, not that one. And then, yeah. here we go. What's up Insta family. Are these darts poisonous? Let me know. In the comments. <laughs> nice. Take my survey in the comments. <laughs> All right. Story number two. This is called yikes. Workers at the Robert H. Cole funeral home in Detroit got a start when a body they were about to begin embalming came to life. Fire mm. department paramedics in suburban Southfield will call, were called to a home when they found 20 year old Corinna Beatrice unresponsive. After trying to resuscitate her for half hour, they consulted an ER doctor who pronounced the patient deceased based on medical information provided from the scene, according to the fire department. She was transported to the funeral home where, more than an hour later, she opened her eyes and staff summoned emergency crews to take her to a hospital where she was listed in critical condition. I'll, I'll go on this. All right, Kevin, what do you got? Yeah, okay. So... Uh, you would think this would be like <laughs> coming back from the dead or a zombie story, uh, but that's not it at all. <laughs> Nor is it a heist. Nor is it an alien invasion. <laughs> the money laundering. So, no, what this is is uh, so um, we because of this event we discover that uh, out in out in this sort of omniverse, like there's more than one reality. Like there's multiverses. There's a whole expanse of of realities out there. Uh, and there are certain people who are moving from reality to reality, but they can't do it if there's a living version of themselves in the reality that they are entering. 
And this girl is actually somebody who is on the run from, from someone or something that is trying to track her down and take her down. And so she's been looking for an opening to get out of the world she was, she was in. And this provided that opening. This, this girl who uh, was unresponsive, there was like just enough life to keep her you know, hanging on and, until that second she passed and our hero uh, leaps into her body and takes over from there. So she's on the run from uh, the, the hell beast that is covered in chocolate. And uh, you know, there's no longer being buttressed by the lint uh, factory. I don't even know if I'm using that word correctly at this point, <laughs> uh, but uh, she, yeah, that's what this is. It's a, it's a girl on the run story leaping from body to body, hoping that each leap will be the leap home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I got this. Uh, yeah. So as Kevin mentioned. Just remember, uh, it's not a zombie story, high story. Uh, that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, I just want to point out it's not a time travel story. Um, what we have here is... <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic, classic case of um, of an of a new kind of of, uh, of game in the market. There's a there's a guy that sells insurance, and it's it's like bridge coverage um, for 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 health insurance for medical you know people who can't quite afford going on their own and all that. He he sells a, a particular kind of care that's very expensive, um, but it's a uh, it's like a fifty percent deductible type thing. Here's a deal. Um, he makes a lot of money when someone purchases his insurance and then has to go to the hospital. And so what he's done, and I was doing some research for, for some books, um, and, and this popped up. Uh, so I'm going to use this. This is, this is what happened. Uh, there's a tree in Australia called the Gimpy Gimpy tree. Uh, and it is apparently one of the worst pains imaginable. What happens is, uh, if you get, if you touch this tree, it's like a bunch of tiny little needles. Um, and that somebody said that it's like being burnt with hot acid and electrocuted at the same time. And here's the deal. Uh, it can render you unconscious. Uh, it's, it's something that will last up to a year, the pain from it. Uh, it can cause all kinds of health problems. And so this guy's figured out that no one in the US knows anything about this or is even looking for this kind of thing. And so he goes and he stings people with, he rubs them with a leaf, basically. And, uh, and that causes all kinds of uh, trouble for them. And then they go to the hospital and basically become a you know, long-term stay at the hospital. He makes a bunch of money. Buttressing his fortune. Buttressing his fortune. <laughs> Thank you, Nicholas. <clears throat> All right, who wants to go next to talk about the uh, the Robert H. Cole funeral home story? All right, go. I'll go ahead. Oh. Ari. No, you got oh, it. All right, okay. Um, sorry, man. Um, no so I think that we are dealing with a. Uh, what, it's not what though. It's it's. What uh, uh, we deal with first? I think we should probably not deal with something else before Craig has to go and pick something different. You know, I, I forgot to mention earlier that this is not a classic story of anything. Yeah, yeah. I start muting new people. <laughs> now Craig knows why we make him go last. <laughs> Thought that was the good spot, huh? Um, okay, well, it's definitely not a case of uh, of time travel or heist, like you guys said. I don't think it's a case of uh, of poisonings by the gimpy gimpy tree either. So if Craig was going to steal that idea, I don't think he should, because it's not that for sure. But um, the gimpy pimpy, but uh, the pimpy gimpy pimp, I don't know. Um, so I think we're dealing with a person who is uh, who was cursed a long time ago 
to always uh, uh, find their way back to life, right? And so it's kind of like uh, uh, a Dorian Gray situation, except, uh, you know, she thought that in the beginning, this is great, I get to live forever, yada, yada, yada. And then the problem is she doesn't really die. And so she, you know, tries to help out and fight crime and stuff. And whenever she dies, she comes back to life. And I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like that one. Good, good luck, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you the best, sir. I'm With just over here. Can't be. I'm over here Googling crimes because they've all been you know, disqualified <laughs> ahead of time. From the, from it's the not daywalking. It's not insurance fraud. <laughs> I do, by the way, like how this is negating the benefit of going last. See? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's exactly what I had in mind when I started this mess. Anywho, um, so what is happening at this funeral home is, well, suspected is that there's kind of an underground nefarious operation going on. And Robert H. Cole is the guy, is the pseudonym of the guy, but really those initials stand for a a criminal organization called Really Horrible Criminals. And this is their head. (laughs) You know, they're legit, right? (laughs) The name. Oh, hey, this is a new graphic. I like this. Dun, dun, dun. You see, I like this. I spent a lot of time on this because you see the blue guy first over here on the left. Then you see the red guy, but it's the purple guy hiding behind the font who sneaks up on you. He's really the scary one over there in the corner. Okay, I'm sorry. You should have spent longer time on that joke than you should have spent on that graphic. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> this is a tough room today, man. That's it for today, I'll guys. Thanks for watching. I want to go invest in some real estate very quickly. You guys hold the fort. So, <laughs> so this, this town is Detroit, but it's actually Detroit, Australia. And this hmm. uh, funeral home is actually built from the wood from the gimpy gimpy tree and everybody who who lives who works there has is immune you know, they've just been stung so many times or touched it so many times it just doesn't matter anymore um and they built it on the site where um an ancient people had discovered time travel and built a machine there um but they so they discovered that dismantled the machine because who wants to mess with all that and then they built their funeral home and this is their headquarters <laughs> of their intern <laughs> of their international criminal organization called really horrible criminals well anyway uh what this what this other organization the spy group is doing the good guys they said we need to infiltrate this but how are we going to get in there you know it's the gimpy gimpy tree all around it's kind of like having you know a giant moat with alligators for example it's just pretty pretty clever on their part so what i think in australia it would be crocodiles but Crocodiles. I'm just, are you seriously not going to throw a buttress mention in right there, Craig? You're talking literally. Hey, I'm about... not only half done here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Good just kidding, cooking. So what they do, like we're out. going, we're going to, you know, inject one of our agents with this serum that simulates death, and that will get them in there. And we all know that once you get to the funeral home, because we've all we've all been dead at one point or another, is when you first get there, they they leave you alone so your body can ap- acclimate to the environment there because um, a new place and whatnot and dead bodies are sensitive that way so she they left this body alone for an hour and that gives her time to come out of her stupor and uh go about and gather all the information and intel she needs take pictures take notes and uh and then out she goes and nobody's the wiser except that oh where's the body go but this place is such a wash and 
nefarious activities and buttressing the activities of their other headquarters around the world that they don't even notice one more missing dead body because it happens all the time. And within a year, they're, the, the good guys are able to bring down the really horrible criminals and the world is saved and everybody lives happily ever after. <laughs> Woo. All right. Thank you, Craig. Hey, I want everyone to note where R.A. is sitting right now in the tree. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. busy with these graphics this week it's unnerving yeah this <laughs> is, well i don't make up stories on this show so this is my contribution this is about how to tell when jim's been laid off from work <laughs> <laughs> i'm eating only ramen but i have some really amazing graphics that i made for the show <laughs> Life gives you lemons. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for watching today. If you look down there at the bottom, you'll see all our websites. You'll see jimheska.com, kevintomlinson.com, <laughs> and nickbacker.com. Down there is R.A. McGee and craigahart.com. But also, you know what? Instead of that noise, if you just go to storyonthespot.live, you will see all of our information there. And, uh, you know, go to that website and then tap on somebody's face. There's our pictures there. Tap on a face and download some free books from our website because who wouldn't want free books by tapping on somebody's face? Well, phrasing is yeah. not a thing. We're not phrasing. doing phrasing. We're not doing phrasing right. anymore. Okay. We're not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> no graphic for the URL. You don't have a graphic for the URL. God, now I got to make one. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Jeez, man. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have something, I have a really big announcement, something important I should have mentioned at the top of the show. But next week, September 16th, we are probably, if the stars align, going to have a guest on the show. And this will be our first ever non bearded guest. <sighs> first ever contestant on the show who is not in possession of a beard. So that should be pretty exciting. Wait. Like wearing a beard or just in possession of a beard? Because I know plenty I, of women who own beards, but they just don't wear them. I feel like I've already said too like much. Like hanging on their wall. <laughs> I know RA's tired of being the only white woman beard. on the show. I really am. It's very hard. I think we need to talk about this. I'm feeling isolated and not listened to. I'm not seen around you guys. Okay? I see you, bro. I see you. All right. Well, we'll fix that after the show. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Bye.